Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, motherfuckers! Motherfucking lol just here. Back up in this motherfucker. I literally don't even know what the fuck this episode's gonna be, but it's pretty much like every episode. Don't really know what it's gonna be. Okay, but I have a few things I would like to discuss. There's some things that I've been wanting to say, and yes, I just I just need to say them. I need to I need to get them out of my my mouth. Okay. Anyways, first things first. Welcome back. Um, thanks for continuing to listen. I very much appreciate it. Um. What, is, what was I gonna say? Okay, so first things first, um, I've had a few people ask how they can support the podcast or like donate because like that's like a commercial that plays on before my podcast, whatever. Um, so on Spotify, whatever streaming platform you're listening to, in the bio or in the summary, there's gonna be like an ACAST link. ACAST slash lol just here and then um, It'll take you to my ACAST page, which is where I post, like, all of my original episodes, and then they just, like, integrate onto Apple and Spotify and Google and YouTube, whatever. Um, so click that link. When you click that link, you'll find my show's website, and then you'll find where you can donate. And any donations are appreciated. Love them. <laughs> Girl needs money. <laughs> Tired of talking for free. Okay, second thing. I think I have how I'm going to do guest setups here. So I was thinking about this last night, and I think I know how I want to fucking do this, and I'm pretty fucking set on this. So I think, like, every 10th episode, I want to have a guest. So, like, when it's, like, so we're we're soon coming up on episode 10, bitch. So I'm going to need my motherfucking guest. (laughs) Um, But, like, I want, like... You know, I just, like, I want a guest on every 10th episode. I just think that would be so dope. Because then, like, the 50th episode, the 60th episode, like, the 100th episode, like, I just think it'd be super fun. And then this way we can get, like, a mix-up every 10 episodes of getting, like, new people on and shit and stuff, you know. Fucking it up and shit, you know. So that, I think that's my idea for that. I kind of need to, like, start writing down a a list of guests people that I need to start reaching out to I already have like a list in my head of people I know I want to be on this show at least some part of the time like at least some episode on here but um it's all depending on people's times and stuff if people even want to collaborate with me because who the fuck would actually anyways so that takes care of that but that's how I think that's how I think I'm gonna do that and I'm very excited I'm so fucking ready to have guests bro like you think I love talking by myself I love when I have somebody else that's talking as well and I can like shit on them bro this shit's gonna be so funny I'm gonna have some like really wild blatant ass crazy ass interviews just for shits and giggles you know it'd be so funny (laughs) it's gonna be fucking up people's lives it's gonna be so funny um I'm kidding (laughs) um anyways anyways back to motherfucking business (laughs) um so I am currently in the motherfucking car again. You already know this is how this podcast begins every other time. Um, have a few driving minutes ahead of me, so I'm like, you know what? Pop on, do some podcast shit. Maybe pop on, do some podcast shit when I come on the way back. We'll see. Anyways, um, I do not have much left in my grinder, but I'm gonna scrape up the little bit that I can, get this pinchy of smoking, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about why I wanted to come on the fucking podcast today and talk about and I just think it's just too good I just gotta talk about my damn times it's gonna be so fun <laughs> oh my god I actually have more in the grinder than I thought I did that's always like a that's always a believable great time in my life you know I I really just like I like having my weeds oh my god on so much on trying to get this shit in the grinder that I can like barely fucking speak I'm like 
I'm forgetting that I'm even shooting a podcast right now. It's like I'm fully in just like a complete different mode. Okay, got it. We got it. We got it. We got some, but that's all that matters. Some is better than none. Um, shit, I'm gonna turn my cruise control down because honestly, gas mileage got me thinking lately. <laughs> um, That's a groovy speed for me, especially while smoking. Anyways, so why I wanted to come up a podcast today and speak is because I was going through my Snapchat memories today, and I was looking at one of my like I I, I was looking at one of my past jobs because I was like filming me at my job, and I was like, you know what? I would love I would love to get a little high and just tell everyone about my work experience in and around Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And uh, just just give some little dabbles, tell some stories, share some giggles. Um, yeah, after this, like every person who's ever employed me is gonna be like, literally never again. <laughs> literally never again, JK bitch. I literally, I don't wanna toot my own horn, but I think I'm like a pretty fucking good employee. Most of the time, like if I'm, if I'm off my shit, like if I'm late and stuff, then you know like there's something really wrong with me. Cause nine times out of 10, I'm like, usually trying to keep it like cool and keen and being the best employee I can and being super responsible and super you know whatever I think I'm a good employee but we'll at times I cannot be <laughs> okay so I'm gonna take a little schmuck at a bow and then uh we gonna we gonna talk about bear <laughs> Like we'd start off really good 
and then it would just be really bad or we'd start off really bad and then it'd end up pretty good but like it was just so funny because like we I'll like you know my mother's relationship is almost like a sister relationship because it's like we really know how to just like piss each other off like really could just like flame throw everything and so yeah it was uh Jesus Christ I was so ready to get a real job I was like fuck this shit bro like I don't mind cleaning I've never downgraded cleaning I think anybody who downgrades janitorial work and acts like they're better than that is a fucking loser in themselves like janitorial work you make crazy ass money and uh yeah you know how to fucking clean and yeah I, I, I literally like I some people would like be so rude when you would say like oh my god yeah I like clean for a living they're like what the fuck and I'm like bitch it's like in the gula too because I always had fresh shit when I came on there like every week then when I came into middle school bro I was always had fresh shit on had the new Nikes and everything bro. shit wasn't free <laughs> shit wasn't free um then I got my first job at Dairy Queen when I was like 15 I started there in around like March of 2016 god I worked there for like two years it was <laughs> show like it was super fun like I have so many like I'm so glad that was my first job like it was such a good first job like it was so close to my house I could literally walk there like I could work anytime I wanted like I made pretty good fucking money as like a kid my age and I was respected almost like an adult pretty much and so I was I fucking loved it and I, that's what I loved about working so much and I became like a workaholic when I was like in my teens because it was just nice to be finally treated as like a fucking adult like any position I was in like especially when I worked at festival and we'll get into that but like when I worked at festival for as long as I did they literally treated me like an adult I was never treated like I was some fucking stupid ass kid off the street who didn't know what the fuck they were doing like everybody knew me and everybody fucking treated me with respect because they knew I was a good worker and that I knew what the fuck I was doing and that was the same way at Dairy Queen so I always had mad respect for that place. And always will. I mean, golf road DQ, bitch. I looked that shit up. That shit was little as fuck. Oh my God. And then like, there was like so many different people I worked with from my own school there. And like so many different people I would see there from my school. And it was just so fucking embarrassing. And just, it was just great. That, that's like the best job to work when you're like 15 and fresh in high school. Because then when you're working Friday nights and the basketball game gets out and everyone comes to DQ, they know that you work at DQ. And you are going to serve everybody that you know. <laughs> I would always hide in the back. I would always be like, I'm going to go stock or something. Like, I can't be up here right now. There's too many people I know. And they're looking at me too crazy and I'm about to blow. I'm about to blow. Yeah, I've had some really interesting stories of um, people who I pe peers I've known that I've waited on at DQ and just how they've acted. Um, some good fucking stories. It's just you know, it was a joke. Anyway, so I worked there for about two years. Um, while I was working there, I started at Festival because um, Festival on Bird Street opened up in like October 2017, October. November 2017 something somewhere around there and I was like fuck I was like I mean I guess I'll work at festival foods like we'll try this out um started as a cashier I was that for like uh eight months to a year and then started working at service desk and then ended off working like a customer service representative sort of like front-end management position worked there for four years one of the best places I've ever worked for in my entire life um internally grateful for the position that I had there and the people that I met there I mean it was a stressful job at times but it was like one of my more better jobs that I've ever had like one of my more respectful positions then I got out of DQ and while I was working at festival still I got a job at Sabres worked with my homegirl Katie and Amy and that was a complete shit show I lasted like two months at Sabres literally the week before I knew I was going to not come in because they literally okay they literally told me when I started working there, if I had no any dates that I need specifically off to tell them now so that we don't, that they don't schedule me. And I literally told them, I only have one fucking thing going on, okay? In May, I will be going to Soundset. I paid for tickets already. I have people I'm going with. 
that is my one thing. Gave them the date and everything. Like, literally when I fucking started. Then these bitches want to act fucking crazy when May comes around and they're like, um, it's like a, it's like a sale day and everyone works sale days. I'm like, uh, but not this bitch. Cause I told you I have sunset tickets. The fuck you mean? And it was like my first time ever seeing Tyler, Jaden and like all that. It was a good year of sunset, bro. Okay. I was not going to fucking miss that for fucking saver sales. Okay. So the week before I knew that this was still an issue, the week before I literally, the night that I knew it was going to be my last night, I spent like a hundred bucks. We had a 50% off discount, spent 50 bucks, but like literally bought so much shit there and then just like peaced out and never like literally like didn't fucking return. And then I didn't start shopping there again for like another two years. Cause I was like, I need to like the, the staff to kind of like shift out and then I'll like go back. But um, shitty ass fucking place to work. Shitty ass people. Managers were always fucking annoying as fuck. I mean, like, my other friends thought differently. Like, my other friends lasted longer there than I did and actually ended up going back. But no. Literally the worst time I've ever fucking had. Played the same 10 fucking radio songs every fucking day. Pushing the racks was one of the worst fucking times of my life. The only thing that was good about that job was the discount. That was literally it. That was the only way I was staying there that much longer. And because the red and because the red vest was kind of fire, not gonna lie. And I would see my friends there too. Like like um I worked there my junior year, so like there'd always be people coming in to shop at Savers. So I could always see my friends while I was there. That was like another good thing about it too. That was about fucking it. Otherwise, literally worst place ever. Fucking hated it. Okay. So then quit Savers. I'm still working at festival. Then I start Mason companies on my own. So I started Mason companies. I worked in the call center. I did that for about a summer, <laughs> like started in the summer, left in November because they would just literally use and abuse me. Also one of the worst jobs I've ever had in my entire fucking life. Okay. Because not only was this job like seriously some of the worst work ever but they literally had the worst managers ever possible like these people would treat you like you were nothing like you work a 12-hour shift and you still get treated like you are gum beneath they are their feet like it was just super fucking ridiculous and i was so over it um i was getting super tired from working like um between there and festival they would schedule me like insane hours i would fall asleep on the phone <laughs> i'd come in high to work i would be oh my god yeah because they wouldn't allow cell phones in the building because like it's a breach of privacy obviously because you're working in a computer setting and you're entering in people's credit card numbers and stuff like that so i 110 percent get it whatever we had to leave our phones out in the car but then you know what i was like okay if i don't have my phone to entertain me and i literally can't like look on any websites or whatever because they're always staring at us um i'm literally gonna come in high as fuck so i would like in, in junior years like towards the end of junior year is when i started smoking and that's when i got the job and i was making like that was my highest paying job at the moment and it was a good paying job at the moment that's when we were making like 12 dollars an hour in like 2017 2018 which was huge a bitch was buying weed by the fucking gallon and i would come in there so fucking high because it would it'd be the only way i could even stomach going there or feeling comfortable there because i got such anxiety going there that i would literally smoke so i could just relax and it also just made me better with customer service on the phone i got very less i got less intense when i when i was very high on the phone like i didn't give a fuck what was going on if we had an issue with credit cards or billing process i would literally go step by step i wouldn't miss a beat but when i was sober up in that bitch i would hang up on the phone <laughs> i would hang up so many times if there was something i didn't want to do i would just hang up i wouldn't even try to execute it i would be like fuck that i'm so <laughs> so over you goodbye or i'd fall asleep on the phone that that was cute too then i left and never gave that was like the only job i had well not the only job savers was too the only job that like another job that i left without giving a notice because i was like you guys aren't worth my time like you guys are like literally the shittiest people i've ever worked for and i've worked for some like annoying ass people <laughs> like but y'all really take the cake seriously um and then um what else did i fucking do then we get into like, then we get into like this past year, like COVID and everything. And like me just going to like 75 different fucking jobs, like within the area, like Jesus Christ. 
Um, let me take a little hit and let me see if I can refresh my memory on where I started after that. So 
I had the second interview with him. I was literally scared as fuck because I didn't know what I don't know. I didn't know what he was like. And yes, he's he's not scary, but it's like it's intense. You know, it's a little intense. Like you really like. I was like. I was like not prepared for what he was asking me. So I really was coming up with shit on the fly. Like I was like, fuck, I did not prepare for him to ask me any of these questions. Like he wasn't even asking me questions. Like I had never had an interview like the ones I'd had there before, which I think is what I really liked about the job too, was because like they literally didn't even ask me shit about like working in the store. Like they maybe asked me like one or two questions about like knowing sales shit and like how to work in a store. But then they asked me like shit about my like career and what I want to do in my life and like shit like that. And I just thought that was really like interesting. Like they like were like, okay, so like you're doing a degree in this, like what do you want to do with that? And yeah, I was just like, I literally, yeah. So I've been working for them since like April, 2021. And it was so funny because when I got the job, like I got the call for it. And I like didn't answer my phone. I can't remember what the fuck was going on that day. I literally wasn't on my phone the entire day. Like I think I was sleeping or something. I can't remember what it was. But I like didn't answer my phone the entire day. And like she left me a voicemail. She emailed me. She texted me. Like tried to get in so many different ways and contacted me to let me know that I got the job. And I just was like, I called her the day after and was like, oh my god, thank you. I'm so excited to start. <laughs> a little late sometimes i'd be a little late sometimes but yeah still continue to work there it'll be a year in april this upcoming april super happy love it one of my favorite places ever and so many filled with so many people i love and very much admire so great place so then um yeah so then i was working the local store and uh festival um then um I was like, okay, festival's not paying me as much. I want to like, I want to boost up the career. I want to boost up some money. So then I applied for the Oxbow in June, 2021. And this is when they were going to be like reopening it after COVID. They had been shut down for a while, whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, like this shouldn't be too bad. Like I'm kind of excited. And yeah lasted there until about August 2021 and then I started working for the brewing project from like August 2021 until December 2021 <laughs> just a whole bunch of affairs you know so many mini jobs in between um no I uh I mean okay so the Oxbow was interesting it was just really weird management there like I liked some of the people that worked there like that were like staff along with me and like some of the, like the bartenders were super cool and like the waiters and stuff were really dope but just like management in general there was just like really shitty and they just like think like like because you make the $16 an hour like they just literally like think like they made like they think they can speak to you any type of way and I was just like this is weird as fuck I'm not gonna be working like a slave for $16 an hour um yeah it was just yeah it was kind of a joke and then like their whole like um like the oxbow's ran by like pablo company and like don't get me wrong i love the pablo confluence center i think it's great it's probably my favorite thing that they've done um but like yeah they just like the hotel is very like high and mighty which is obvious because it's downtown it's right across from the local store it was so nice because i was literally working at like two of the same places like i when i tell you this like when guests would see me working at the hotel checking them in and then working at the store the next day that i told them to come in it was so nice and that's why i loved that job so much and it was 16 dollars an hour i was like god damn bitch this shit is good um but i literally had to leave because it was just so ridiculous like the management was so shitty and they just literally think they can treat you any type of way and i'm like you know what bitch loves the money but i'm definitely not going to be working under these conditions like i would be crying like bawling because they would just like say some of the like most horrible shit that i've ever heard a manager ever say to me or thought that was appropriate to say to me i was like what the fuck um yeah just very shitty people over there but I respect the place. I like love everything they do there and stuff. Just management wise, I would just FYI not work, not work there. Um, but anyways, yeah, I remember like the, I remember like the one time I like, uh, 
like, I like did something breach of my contract with the hotel and they like got really pissed off at me because I like let this lady stay that was like obviously having a hard time but she had like cash for the room but she like didn't have a credit card and like I mean I think like, we had her ID though too like I scanned her ID and she just didn't have a card and like that is like the main rule and they like fucked like they really ridiculed me over that and I'm like for someone that's like so promoted on like being in like equity and helping the homeless population in Eau Claire like Pablo you're a fucking fraud like you're just you're literally there to make money and to literally make the face of your company look like you're all about equity and, and, and affordable living and all this other bullshit but really you're just in it for yourself like everybody knows that pa everybody at Pablo knows what they're doing and everybody who works for Pablo knows exactly what the fuck goes on and it's yeah, uh, probably with 10 out of 10, never fucking work for them again. That's why I'm pretty much saying all this shit because I'm like, you know what? I mean, it's not like I'm ever going to probably try to apply there ever again in my entire life. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I've had like friends send me like creative director positions there and I'm like, I would never work for fucking Pablo in my entire life. I would rather go work for the leader telegram at this point. Like, for real, for fucking real, dude. I would rather work at the fucking leader telegram. Like, Jesus Christ. I am not working for Pablo. They're just such a, like, sketchy-ass place. That really isn't about what they say. At least in my book. That's just what I realized there. And just, like, how some of the people talk there. Like, I had never heard so many, like, discriminatory things being said in a hotel. That's why I, like, don't like working at hotels or anything to do with hotels. I would never get a hotel job again because, especially if you work in a high and mighty a hotel place, um, they're just really fucking rude. And they're, like, the way that they talk about guests behind their back and, like, say certain things, like, especially the managers that get paid, like, the big, huge salary there, I'm just like, bro, like, you guys are so fucking disrespectful. And it's disgusting. Like, I literally, ugh. It was just, it was so gross. So, yeah, I mean, they just had some really foul people working there. And they still do. And, like, it's so funny to me because it's obviously still um, across from the local store. And, um, <laughs> and um, I still, like, have to, like, walk past there every day to get to the local store. But it's so funny, especially when I see, like, the manager in particular that I worked with. I'm not going to name any names. We, we're going to name her name. We're going to name her Brooke. Um, or if you know if you've been to the Oxbow you know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about um whenever I see Brooke though I'm just like ugh it makes me laugh so hard I love seeing her through the window and trying to make an eye contact with her too it's like I literally try to laugh like I, like, I try to laugh so hard like ugh it was so great and it was so funny cause like the most time she ever said the most words to me was when I was leaving <laughs> like she was the definition of of a fucking see you next Tuesday definition of a cunt like for fucking real like bitch literally had so many issues yet like really wanted to just like make everyone else feel like a complete waste of space and shit it's just terrible so Brooke I hope you're doing well I see that the Facebook is gone I see that you finally got bullied out of Facebook <laughs> ridiculous and then like um like the manager of the hotel too there her name we'll, we'll call her we'll call her patty <laughs> we'll call her fucking patty um yeah patty is like a joke she's such a joke like one of the rudest bitches i've ever fucking met in my entire life like was so rude to me in front of guests that guests would literally like when Brooke and Patty would walk away from me like I think it's so funny because they literally thought they were the shit like they really thought like especially when they would like embarrass me or say shit to me in like a very like shitty ass way that they would with their big bucky eyes and their cigarette smelling selves um they would think yes like would think it's funny or think it would be acceptable but no literally when Brooke and Patty would walk out of the vicinity guests would literally like I had a guest <laughs> this is so funny I had a guest of like the four the four Karen like the four most Karens I've ever met in my entire life and that it wasn't a bad type of Karen like they were just you could tell they were very like we need this and we need that and we need it now okay and I was very much like okay okay and um so 
Brooke and Patty were in the vicinity and they were talking shit on me again. Like they would consistently do this, like talk shit on me in front of guests. That was another reason that I like would not, I was like, I'm never working here again because I was like, okay, I get paid $16 an hour, but I'm also getting disrespected in people in front of people I'm literally taking care of for your bitch ass company. Like what the fuck am I even doing here? It's just so ridiculous to me. Anyways, so there was like this group of Karens, they were there for the weekend or whatever. And I was working, it was like in the um, afternoon time and working the afternoon shifts was the literal fucking worst, especially during the week, because that's when all of the fucking most annoyingest managers were there. You had the head manager fucking Patty, you'd sometimes have your manager fucking Brooke, and then you'd have the other one, the, the event coordinator, um, let's call her fucking, um, no, cause that's way too close. I was going to say, I was going to say something from Euphoria, but that was way too close. We'll call her Katie. Um, and we had Katie, the fucking event manager. And she was one of the worst event managers I've ever met in my entire life. Like lady never would ever speak on the phone with guests. Like you would have like important guests calling that were literally ready to drop 5k, 6k on an event in one night here. And she'd be like, send them to my email. I do not do phone calls. She was like one of the most laziest bitches I've ever fucking met in my entire life. Like I was just like, you are so like anybody can invent manager. Like, I should have fucking signed up. Like, where can I sign up for this position, bitch? Like, anybody can event manage. Like, goddamn. Please tell me you did not go to school for this shit because you really are the laziest bitch I've ever met. And she always just thought she was so uppity and mighty. It was it's, it was so funny. But anyways, it was so annoying to work during the week because those bitches would all be there. And they were just, like, very, like, they are like, 30, 40-year-old women with just, like, very ignorant-ass attitudes and, like, just loved hating on you. Especially the black girl. She was the only black girl working there. Um. Anyways, so <laughs> that's not the only reason. I don't think it was racially derived, but I just like to put that in perspective. <laughs> but anyways, so um, <laughs> so Brooke and Patty like like say like some shitty shit to me in front of the guests. Like I was near dead tears. Like they were just being really rude as I was trying to take care of a guest and take care of a guest on the phone, and they weren't helping me with either. After I had just taken down like the fifty six boxes of toilet paper that Brooke only helped with for like five minutes and then was like I can't read anymore I gotta take a cigarette break <laughs> with her like stupid ass white Ray-Ban glasses that she would wear as fucking glasses that looked so ridiculous I was like I don't even know if I'm working with Brooke or the bitch from LMFAO circa 2012 right now what the fuck is this dude like seriously this bitch is really coming for me right now Anyways, so I was in like dead near tears because I was like the most disrespected I'd ever been and I was disrespected in front of four women and they all were listening and all were watching intently. And so Brooke and Patty were still in the vicinity and they had left to go into the Lakely and they were just checking out the Lakely. Brooke and Patty had left the vicinity because they're like, oh, whatever, like, let's go do our own. They would also be the type of bitches that would literally be clocked in, walking around downtown, not doing a jack shit thing. It's just a fucking joke. Um, but anyways, like, okay, so, um, the late, like, the four Karens came back into the fucking room after they checked out the Lakely, and they're like, they were like, we were going to, like, one of the girls sneaks up finally, and she's like, we were going to say something when they were just talking to you, but we would, we, we just thought we'd rather wait until after. What type of fucking they were like the like the lady actually swore like these were ladies in their like 50s and 60s visiting for the weekend and they were like who the fuck acts like that are they your managers and I was like yes she's like you need to speak to HR she was like that was like so uncomfortable for all of us and I can only imagine how uncomfortable it was for you and I was like I felt so it was nice to me feel validated because I was like yeah now somebody at least sees what the fuck goes on here. Like, I'm not just making this shit up. Like, bitches are, they, they're, like, literally fucking crazy. Like, psycho, dormative ass bitches. You can't do anything to please them. And that's why I left. I was like, peace the fuck out. Then I started on the brewing project. I worked there from, like, August until December. The brewing project was fun. I had never bartended before. Technically, I was a beer tender because all I was doing was pouring beers and serving beers. Um, but it was so fun to work there. Um, just like towards the end, I just was like not very keen with what the fuck was going on. There's like a lot of miscommunication 
and I was only working there like literally one day a weekend and they were like expecting me to keep up with like this mass communication and I was just like bro I really don't care <laughs> like I'm literally in Eau Claire only on the weekends to work that's the only time I'm focused on work like the local store never hits me up with some bullshit like midweek saying okay we need you to focus on this while you're like trying to do school and stuff it's like bro I'm literally in my junior year of college I like don't want to be like fucking answering text messages every day to my boss so it just be like I love the place but it just became like too fucking much at a certain point and I was already working three jobs at that point I needed to cut one out of my schedule and I decided to cut that one not in the best way but <laughs> I had to I was like I'm just yeah I I, I, I don't want to I don't want to do this anymore these bitches can suck my dick <laughs> anyways I think I'm gonna film an outro for this in a bit um my drive is almost up and happy motherfucking St. Patty's Day bitches well uh toodaloo soon um okay so maybe I was like high as fuck last night I don't know maybe I didn't do what the fuck I was supposed to do but when I literally was talking about like ending the episode or like pausing the episode and then like restarting back yeah that 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 isn't a real function I don't know where the fuck I came up with that from sorry to lie on you like that apple but um yeah so I didn't yeah I couldn't go back I like just got done listening to it and I was like oh yeah like <laughs> I don't have I don't have an outro now but anyways um I'm heading back to Menominee right now I will be getting off on my exit pretty soon but I was like you know what let's finish this off right you know i gotta give us an outro i cannot not say thank you for listening at the end i mean it just wouldn't be me it wouldn't be me if i didn't say toodaloo toodaloo (laughs) um anyways so just got back to the studio long motherfucking time up in that bitch um i love a good studio day you know like when i you know keep up with the shit and i'm just like working and getting shit done and like really popping off but then like yeah there's always that part that hits like like I was like it was like around 3 p.m and I was just like yeah I could like really just go to bed (laughs) like and this is like enough work for me for today and I like I was only in there at that point it had been for like four hours and I'm like yeah I could go to bed right now see you later and then I was like ah no I should like finish some more shit up so I finished some more shit up did it gotta go bitch i'm like any more longer up in the studio and i'm gonna need some fucking alcoholic beverages because <laughs> i done already took in the smoke breaks but i definitely need an alcoholic beverage and i was like you know what <laughs> let's just let's just not <laughs> let's just not dix is too close to um the school of art and design and and, and fucking quit trip is literally like right across the street from south like, bitch, if there was a place to buy liquor on campus, it would be so lethal. It would be so lethal. Oh, my God. I would be dead. I would be dead. D-A-E-D-E-D-E-D-E-A-D. Fucking dead, bro. I'd be solidly dead. It'd be so sad. I died at such a young age. I'm just kidding. I actually really don't have that much of a drinking problem. I would say the only thing that really keeps me going, like, my one-one true addiction would probably be sugar (laughs) i'm just kidding i mean i like puffing on shit too so i guess it would have to be like a mix between like weed and nicotine because i just i love i love smoking just like the the feeling of smoking is just like oh you know and like that oral fixation that you get after you've hit a vape so many times and you just can't go back away from it's such a habit and it's the stupidest one i've ever fucking had honestly um, yeah, but anyways, like, if I was, if I lived in a more, like, if I lived, oh, God, if I lived somewhere where it was, like, legal, I wouldn't even touch nicotine again. If weed was legal here, and I could just get a vape pen of strictly weed, not some CBD-8, I've tried, I've tried to wane myself off of vaping and buying, like, a CBD vape and, like, whatever, but it just doesn't hit the same, and you know what? Like, I'm not gonna spend twice the amount of money to, like, literally not feel anything. I'm trying to at least feel a little something. I need a little fire up my ass something, okay? Um, so that's, yeah, I continue. But yeah, no, if I fucking lived, like, 
where they have like a full gram in uh, a vape and it was like a good hitting vape like if they made like a really good fucking brand you know and it was strictly weed oh my god i would be vaping weed like nobody's business <laughs> i would never touch nicotine again because i don't fuck with cigarettes like um i've smoked in two in my life that's an honest answer might have been three i don't know they're usually when i'm drunk um the first one though that i ever had was when i was sober um so I was like, I think it was my last night. It was my last night at Dairy Queen. You totally my first motherfucking job, bitch. You know I was a crew member at DQ. You know what it is. Golf road, you know what I said. Um, <laughs> and um, it was my last night at DQ and we were gonna go out after like all of me. And my, I was working with like my favorite coworkers that night. and We were gonna go out and um, go out to eat after and we went to Perkins. And my friend, Ethan, um, he was like, hey, you want to come outside and smoke before we go to Perkins? And any time. And I didn't start smoking until I was like 17. And I was like 17 at this time. So I was like, oh, show. Um, because I had another friend there that would bring her wax pen in. And we'd hit that when you'd take the trash outside. And that shit would give me zooting. I was like, damn, this shit's awesome. I love it. Being in the drive-thru high as fuck, though. Asking people if they... Hi, welcome to DQ. Would you like to buy a 10-pack of Dilly Bars today for only $9.99? Bitch, when you're high as fuck, I made tips like nobody's business. I mean, I made tips like nobody's business when I was sober, but I was extra polite when I was high. And it, and I, it always came off sincere. It never came off like I was like being a little smart, tuny-ass bitch. I was like, I was so happy. I was like, I was like, would you like? I would like sometimes, I would sometimes like sing, would you like? A ten pack of dilly bars today for only nine ninety nine, and like people would buy it just because I would fucking say it like that. They'd be like, "I don't even want one, but you sold me because of that." Like that was great. That made my night, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, bitch!" That's why I'm like, you know what, businessing business major. I was like thinking about doing a business minor when I was in school, and I was like, "Fuck that, bitch!" I think I got it down. I'm a marketing machine, bitch. Like, just always can help sell. So fucking easy. I don't know. Anyways, back to the point. So Ethan was like, oh, do you want to go out and smoke real quick before we go to Perkins? And I was like, okay. I When people say that to me, you know, and when people have said that to me, it's always been weed. And I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm like, yeah. Like, it's that to the night. Like, my last closing shift at DQ. Fuck yeah. And closing shifts at DQ are just like... Especially like in the summer because like we close later and so then people stay fucking later than our closing time and then they just fuck more shit up and there's more shit to clean and it's just always so much nasty ass food, so many fucking children throwing their shit on the floor and bitches that can't keep their fucking ice cream in a cup and there's always a hard ass ice cream stain and I'm like bitch, Jesus Christ. Anyways. So, yeah, so he asked me to come go, go out and smoke, right, okay, so go outside, I'm like, okay, like, whatever, like, we're gonna smoke, this motherfucker hands me a cigarette, <laughs> he's like, I'll light it for you, like, doesn't even give me a chance to, like, not, be like, ah, nah, nah, son, I don't fuck with these, and I was like, oh, I thought you meant weed, and he's like, ah, sorry, are you fine, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess, um, cause at the time I was juuling, and I was like, oh, whatever, same thing. Um, definitely not. The fucking disgustingest thing ever. When you are sober and you smoke a cigarette, I couldn't even taste my whole dinner at Perkins. I was so sad. I was like, what is this? This is disgusting. It was the worst thing in my life. Now, I, I like, and then the second time I had a cigarette, it was like when I was super fucking drunk. And I think someone just had it like cigs. And I, yeah, it was so good. It's so good when you're drunk fucking sober how do people smoke a cigarette sober this shit has no good taste and that was the only reason i was vaping it was like the taste was still pretty fucking good that and the, and then it would also you know be getting you a little buzzed and it was just it was a good a type it was a good in the hood type of situation um but yeah thoroughly did not enjoy that i was like um no how about no Okay, all of these fucking bitches at this fucking roundabout. I'm so over it. 
was that? Oh, I thought that was, never mind. <laughs> I'm like back in Eau Claire right now. And I like was looking, I like, sometimes I will look because I think I know somebody like, or I, I like, that looks like somebody I know. And then I like stare at them and they're like, bitch, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, sorry, wrong bitch, wrong bitch, wrong bitch, wrong day, wrong bitch, wrong day. Good, good hit off the vape after we got done talking about the vape for about 10 minutes. Nothing like it. Always good. Um, whew. Uh, yeah, here we go with that turn signal ASMR up in this bitch. You hear the fucking phone just clash to the side of the dashboard. Truly ASMR in the car, bitch. Like, I'm gonna start hashtagging car ASMR. I'm trying to get more fans up in this bitch. Like, vroom vroom. If I have to start the engine and we put that up in there too, like, I'll, I'll do it. If we, get, if we get the fans and the money for it, let's go. I'm trying to get that Pit Viper um, ad quick, real quick. Um, yeah. Okay, so I am currently like uh, 30 seconds away from reaching my house. So this podcast is going to come to an end. I could not not film an outro, okay? Because it's just, you know, it's just, it wouldn't be right. So, to fucking Lou, thank you guys so much for fucking listening. Thank you, Carly and Caleb, because Carly gave me seven bucks towards gas, even though she's broke, and that is a bad bitch type shit. Like, Carly, you really are that motherfucking bitch. Um, so thanks for Caleb, Carly, all the fucking C-named people out there. Y'all are the best. Y'all bitches really come through. Um, love you guys. Thanks for listening, and have a fucking... Oh my god, wait. I said had a fantastic Friday yesterday and it was Wednesday and I realized that today is Thursday and I should have said had a fantastic Friday. So let's try this again, bitch. I was probably too high that to realize that it was even gonna be Friday. Um I want everyone to have a magnificent, frisky, fun, fantastic, fruity Friday. Um it's so important that you do for me and for you. Um Anyways, toodaloo.